motivators. Let's go. Thursday friggin' morning. I'm going to give you a warning. Going to kick ass and take names today, my friends. Get some shit done. Let's find our passion. Become excited. Fake it till we make it if need friggin' be. We ain't got any time for any mopers, any freaking excuse makers, any of that bullshit. We got to go after it today. So I wish you all well with that pursuit. Listen, I have a, a topic of discussion today. Did a little rehearsal yesterday over the adjustment. If I wasn't concerned about HIPAA violations, I would probably tape right one during some of these most stimulating conversations while I'm rendering healthcare to some of the greatest people on the face of this earth because we really authentically get it out. So, story involves this week we had quite a bit of rain. Uh, of course, right after my poo-pooing the rain, kind of making fun of people who are going to let it get them down, suppress their mood, suppress their attitude, suppress their progress for the day. It really did come down. It, the rain really sucked. It came down in friggin' sheets and there was quite a bit of flooding. So there, the low-lying areas, topographically speaking, right? Areas down in the valley that take a beating, right? When all that rain accumulates and fills all the tributaries and the rivers, and next thing you know, spills over onto our roadways and into our yards and all that shit. Floods. There was significant flooding down in King of Prussia where I saw video footage of actually um, flooding in the food court of the mall. It looked like the rain was like three inches deep on the floor of the mall. So you can imagine the water damage that the KOP mall had sustained. And if it happens to the KOP mall, the floodwaters don't give a shit about you and me, right? They care not about our little homes and our little roadways and all that stuff. When the water comes, it just comes, you know? So my friend was telling me, he works down at King of Prussia, that area, and he was saying that as he was driving through these floods that uh, had spilled over onto the roadways and there were all kinds of vehicle damage and vehicles stopped and crazy traffic, you could see uh, this in the newspapers and featured everywhere in our little region that the floodwaters were significant, you know, so what are we going to do about this? He's driving into work in King of Prussia, and there's, of course, a shitload of traffic. And as he, he sees a, a, a man or figure standing on the side of the road doing something with a, a tool. So it turned out that it was like a public works worker, some sort of road crew. One particular guy standing out there with a rake trying to pull all kinds of debris out of a drain trying to get all the plastic bottles and newspapers and friggin' roadkill carcasses and all that shit out of the drain so that water could flow. And I'm just imagining this scenario as my friend drives by in his little sedan concerned about these floodwaters and getting to work and his life and all that he has going on and the impatience, the predicament, the flow of traffic, the flow of water, or the lack of flow of traffic due to the flow of water, and 
you know, it's a little local disaster we've got going on here. Just all these elements playing out. They really intrigue me. They, they make me ponder. Imagine being there in my buddy's sedan, above the sedan, and zooming out through his sunroof. And being up in the air by the clouds and being able to see down and an overview of what's going on. The, the, the trickle of traffic barely moving. Hey, let's pause for a second here. Look at this guy. It's friggin' 1119 in the morning and we've got a grown man walking with a suitcase of beer. You know, that guy's got a problem, man. Only friggin' serious drinkers do that sort of shit. Whenever you see a grown man with a friggin' suitcase of beer or leaving a liquor store at before noon, dude's got some friggin' issues, man, killing some pain in there. I wish him some sobriety because that's no kind of life. Um, so zooming out from my buddy's friggin' sunroof, above and watching this trickle of vehicles and this deluge of rainwater. Just the contrast there. That typically it's the it's the reverse of that, right? We've got crazy frantic flow of traffic and people and hopefully the spigot is turned off in terms of the flow of water, but how those two clash here and um, switch places and how there's one individual who is out there with a rake trying to clear drains probably others like him along the path of that road hey we need people you got drains here here and here I want you guys to make your way down put your put your friggin crazy public works lights on and just friggin make sure these drains are clear because we got major floodwaters out there so this guy's outside of his truck in the rain, in probably a couple feet of, of water, with his friggin' crazy fluorescent road crew clothing on, as businessmen and women creep by in their sedans and their minivans. And my buddy said that the water was splashing, you know, there's no way to avoid it, you're kind of in. They weren't flying by. They were just creeping by in their cars. But still, they were sending waves and wakes of uh, of fluid up onto this worker as he was pulling, trying to get crap out of this drain. I'm just thinking about the perspective that this guy must have. Like, to go home at the end of the day and crack open a beer and be like, you know what? Rough friggin' day. Yeah, you saw that in the news. That was me. I was... I was... uh, unclogging storm drains all day. And how we're so helpless and but secure, cozy in our vehicles. And the situation is being you know to the rescue comes this public works worker uh, works worker that we kind of ill appreciate on most days don't really They'll be repairing roads and they're inconveniencing us when they're doing their paving or they're changing light bulbs out on the road or whatever the hell they're up to. But now here's an emergency situation and they got to be out there. And all the cars that stream by in the stream and how 
he or she misses so many of them and doesn't even pay any mind. There's just so many. There's so much water and so many cars and such a predicament. And you're on foot out in, in the flow, in the current of this debacle, this flood. And it can always be worse, right? But what is going through that public worker's mind? And what are all of these individuals who are streaming by through the floodwaters, what are they thinking? Where are they going? What do they think about that individual out there clearing the storm drain? Do they think, I'd rather, wow, suck to be you, or thank you? And I think a lot of people would empathize, sympathize, and want to help. You know, but it's one of those things where as you trickle by on your car and it's probably, the water's probably up to your door jam and you are concerned, reluctant to open up your door or stop and make a bigger problem or ruin your vehicle or miss that meeting or whatever you're doing. So you can't jump out and help that individual. And does that individual want your help anyway? Would they say, yeah, get the hell out of here. Just let me do this miserable job, you know? It's a real interesting predicament. I'd wish that I could talk to that person who was out there raking the storm drain and just see what they, what's, what's going through their mind. What is that like? <coughs> Excuse me. On a similar note, the interplay of people. We were down in uh, Philly the other day. And we were there for the Eagles training camp on Saturday. We were, afterwards, we went to this little ice cream shop, got some pizza and some ice cream, did it right, you know? And as we're sitting along Market Street in Philadelphia enjoying our ice cream and pizza, there was a... We went to this place called Big Ass Pizza, which... Eh, it wasn't the biggest pizza I've ever seen, or the best, but it was. It filled the void. We had a little pizza first, and we, of course, ordered too much. So we got a whole pizza. As they said it was cheaper. Pizza arrives. We're sitting on the sidewalk, and I'm a little overcast. Beautiful day, pretty much, though. <clears throat> Under an umbrella and a nice little cafe table. And... All of a sudden, you know, we look up and there's just a, it seems that every storefront or every other storefront along Market on this little path where there's all these um, eateries and bars and stuff like that, shops, cafes, at the storefront of each of these, there seemed to be a homeless person. And I don't know, it was just very strange. You imagine, you ask yourself, like, where do these people rise in the morning? They come out of a doorway, or is it a shelter, or they have a place to, to a place to squat in some abandoned building or whatever, or they live in a home, you know? And they're out there, and there's one guy walks by, and he's seemed like he, maybe he was trying to provide a service, shine shoes or something like that, but I don't, I'm not sure of that. It seemed like he was basically asking for money. And as we're sitting there with our family eating pizza, feel a little bit, you know, the pizza tastes comparatively shitty, because you've got food you're filling your face with, and you've got a nice day out with your family at a, at a sporting event, 
Meanwhile, this individual is maybe hungry, certainly destitute. And you feel like, ah, kind of you know, ruin my meal, but also I feel like a shithead. You know, like how can I help? This plays on your emotions, plays on your uh, your compassion. And my wife, and my kids are watching this. They're nine and eleven, and feel like you want to do the right thing for them and for. For the needy individual. Um, so my wife says, hey, you know, should I give them this pizza? You think I you want this pizza? I said, well, yeah, sure. You can ask them. And so the guy walks by. So she scamped, she boxed up the remaining couple slices. And she chased the guy down the sidewalk and watching her, and the guy opened up the pizza box and he says, nah, with a somewhat of a look of disgust on his face. And, of course, I, you don't know what to think about that. Now, like, that's okay that he didn't want my hand out. Uh, then you say, well, you know, wait a second, who were you to, you know, beggars can't be choosers, literally, right? Then, mean, simultaneously, this younger guy Look like a typical city inhabitant backpacker dude. Didn't necessarily look like he was destitute. The other dude was an older black man. So this guy says, hey, you know, I'm homeless, and I, I'd like that pizza. So she gave him the box of pizza and off away, opened the box while walking and was eating it. Stopped by the subway terminal on his way down and paused to eat his meal. And, you know, you felt good that somebody could benefit from leftovers. But in our society, it's interesting that you, you don't know what to... Sometimes it's a very difficult situation. It's like you don't know what to give. Like you, you get accosted at the checkout counter at the supermarket. And they say, would you like to donate a dollar to um, Hodgkin's lymphoma to charity, whatever charity, the Policeman's Benevolent Association, uh, uh, Alex's Lemonade Stand, and you say, like, man, I'd always love to help, but that you're putting me on the spot right now, I, you know, that's fucked up. Don't put me in a, in a spot like that and play on my, my compassion in order to make a buck, because, of course, we've all heard about charities and whether or not uh, how much money is actually going to, to the cause, right? And we're frustrated about that because we want to give, we want to help, but we have conditions, whether we admit it or not. We all put preconditions on the help that we give. So, after we gave that box of pizza to the one dude and the other guy denied it, we're walking and we got hit up again. Now we're now we're sitting outside our, of my truck. We all loaded up. We're ready to head home. And there's a gentleman that we pass right outside the truck who's a veteran. You know, need a meal, something like that. And we had some snacks in the car. And once again, my wife is like, "Well, can I? Um, is there a way that I can give that? Should I give this bottle of water to him and?" 
It's just a fucking crazy predicament, you know? I bet, I mean, I was, I was approached in Philly when I was down there for the Marine Corps birthday one time. It was like probably 8 o'clock at night. We're heading out to the bar. And a woman, young woman, walks up to me. She's pregnant. She's asking for money. And she was clearly, like, she didn't look good. You know, she looked like she was probably an addict. Look of desperation, big, wide-eyed, you know, pregnant woman. What is more vulnerable than that? And I wanted to help, but I didn't want to hurt. I didn't want her to, you know, I didn't want to hurt that child that was within her belly. Right? I was, I didn't, I was, I wanted to help, but I wasn't trust, trusting enough of what she was going to do with any resources that I doled out. So I didn't give her anything. It's tough to walk away. So, the flow of water, the flow of compassion, the flow of money, the floodwaters rising up. Two stories don't seem to be interrelated, but they are to me. You know, I see the parallels. Finally, I want you to imagine yourself, you know, as you've been, let's see, you're from my area or from a city, you've, um, let's say you're at a, at a red light and you're about to turn onto the main city street and, you know, it's a high traffic area, let's say you're going to Eagle Stadium, you're in a long line of people and up the median, up the yellow line in the center of this little off-ramp walks an individual with a sign that says, you know, homeless, veteran, can I have some spare change, you know, please help. And as you're sitting in your car, and you're watching this individual walk up, you're just, it's a real, what does that do to us? What emotions does that activate? What hormones does that get surging through our body? How does that make us feel? How does it make us act? As the person is walking along that yellow line and they're approaching your car and they're trying to nod, make some degree of eye contact with that approaching homeless person, quote unquote. How do you feel? I think that the answer is that you feel like you want that red light to turn green real friggin' quick so that you can just kind of accelerate and move out of the area as quickly as possible. So you don't have to deal with it. You want to help, but you don't want to give a handout to somebody who's going to go buy some drugs or some bullshit like that. It's just a really, it's, it's this balance between um, compassion and resentment. You want to help at all times, but you resent when somebody when there's a sense that you have that there's not a genuine need or any uh, help that you provide will be misappropriated. You know, that somebody will duck around a corner with the $10 that you give them or whatever and buy a bag of heroin or whatever. Because that's not what it's for. That's not what you're, that's not the intent of your generosity. Anyway, it's just, and I'm sure we all have stories like this. It just, I try to pause to really reflect upon them, and I'm glad I have this platform to 
to discuss them, even if I'm just talking to myself, sitting on the friggin' beautiful campus of Windermercy University, going in and get my textbooks for the season, semester. Some things to consider. Maybe not the most motivating um, topics of discussion for today, but they should make us think, make us pause and, and consider what what to do. What is that public works worker What's going through their mind? Do they want help? Should we help? Could we help at all? What happens when we pass by somebody in need on the sidewalk and there's a a long string of individuals who need help? That flow of need, that flow of compassion, that flow of water, the flow and interplay of good versus evil, right versus wrong. And the reality that we have a finite amount of resources as individuals, energy, time, money, patience, faith, and that we have to be judicial in how we distribute that health, that help, rather very interesting. Anyway, I'm going to go get these textbooks. Stay motivated today. Really think about some of this stuff. Really ponder some of these uh, some of these things. Big questions of life it all boils down to. Um, Everybody have a kick-ass day today. If if you want to talk about this and you come in for a a little chiropractic adjustment, shoot the shit, play the ukulele, kick-ass, take names, listen. If it was me, and I'm driving by the friggin' guy raking out of the, um, the storm drain, I'd probably at least roll down my window and say, hey, thanks, man. Kicking ass, taking names. Good job, dude. Can I help in any way? Here, take this stick of gum. I got an apple here for you. How about a cup of coffee? Here's $20. Or if I'm going to help the, uh, if I'm approached by somebody who's a homeless individual and there's any, and, and I can, somehow give them a, a, a morsel of food or a kind word or somebody said yesterday, a patient said, oh, my mother would always say, pray for them, you know, pray for them, honey. Give them a prayer. And I think that that's actually a nice, even though I'm not religious even remotely, I think that's a nice gesture because it's probably what they need more than anything else is just some goodwill and some good um, sentiments that somebody would want to help even, you know, I'll, I'll pray for you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it.